First of all, Abe, big congratulations. If we have not said it to you, I am very proud that practice made perfect and you now have a baby. Thank you, Christian. And I hope that all Ben's useful knowledge was good. But you know what? I've been a daddy longer. You were one of my first friends to become a father. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now your oldest child is how old? She will be 12 in the beginning of January. 12, yeah. wow. Yeah, and Monster Mackie is eight and a half. Okay. So they're four years apart? They're f- three and a half years more. Yeah, three and a half years apart. Okay. For the school year, how many years apart are they? Oh, my daughter is in grade six, and my son is in grade three. So they're three years apart. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Three years apart in school. In school, yeah. Ben and I often talk about being international lovers and international family daddy guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we're not really international because, you know, we've been in Japan the whole time. You have the experience of raising your kids to a certain point in Japan and then moving countries and continuing raising your kids in Canada. That's right. Yeah, it was it was different. We started off a, in Japan. We wanted to educate them in Canada. I don't know how it is for Ben, but both of my children look fairly not Japanese. My wife, mm. she does not look extremely Japanese herself, uh, being that she is Okinawan. Your wife's family or part of her family is from Okinawa? Yes, they are from Okinawa. She grew up in, in the south in, I believe, Yamaguchi. And her mother is all, and all her family was all from Okinawa. And her father is from Oita. So your wife doesn't look traditionally Japanese. No, no. But she doesn't look uh, traditionally Chinese, Korean. She's a weird looking lady. She's a beauty. 
an absolute. Yes, she looks she's like very an beautiful. animation character. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's very beautiful. Yes. Um, and my daughter, she her first language was English because we made the house into an English zone. Yeah, I've actually talked about you a few times, especially on my other podcast. When when the topic of you know trying to raise bilingual children comes up, I often talk about you because you and your wife, I think did a really good job keeping your household an uh, English zone. Yes. It's very hard to do for, uh, you know, someone like your wife to, to hold back from speaking to her children in her native language. Mm, it is. And my kids' Japanese now is not great. So... We did great in English. We didn't do great in Japanese, unfortunately. We had planned to do that model of English zone at home, everywhere else in Japan, Japanese. I guess I should go back and say that my daughter did go to a year and a half of kindergarten in Japan. And that was a very difficult and stressful time for her. Because she didn't speak Japanese? She didn't speak Japanese much. She's also very shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very, very shy. If it was my son, he would have no problem because he is much more outgoing than my daughter. Because everybody kept running up to her and telling them, I like apples. Or, or yelling some kind of English word that they could find. And she didn't quite know what was going on. She had fun in, in going to school, but there were stresses there. So you left Japan when she was around six? She was five. Oh, she was almost five. six. Yeah, she was almost six. And my son was two and a half years old. So he doesn't remember, okay. but when we moved here, he actually was around my my father-in-law a lot when we first moved here, and he doesn't speak English. So my son... Act- wait, wait, wait. So when you moved to Canada, your father-in-law lived with you? Yeah, usually... Or he often came to visit? He would visit, but he would stay for six months at a time. Oh, wow. He would stay for six months. Six-month visit. Well, because he loved it. He thought it, he re- oh, wow. he retired and he loved it. Oh, so you're living in this small town, lots of nature, and yeah, he really liked it. Yeah, there. we moved into a house where there were some projects to do, and older men often like to feel like they have something to do. So they don't want to do nothing they want they don't want to be idle you have to have something to fill your time and make you feel useful well i like to just sit around doing nothing so i don't know about that at all (laughs) but you're busy now you got kids you got all this stuff going on but when you get older yeah you you got to find projects yeah so he had lots of projects and he would take care of my young boy, my monster Mackie, and they only spoke Japanese. So he 
just spoke Japanese. Interesting. You kind of made the home a Japanese zone? We made zone? it a Japanese zone when we, when we moved there. The other day, she yelled at her grandfather. You know, it was very funny. We all stopped because we were shocked. She said it so fluently. <laughs> and she yelled at her Japanese grandfather yes, in Japanese. In Japanese. You know. Oh, so your grand, your father-in-law is in Canada now. He's here right now. My wife just got some surgery done recently, and he wanted to make sure that the kids were taken care of because she needed to be doing nothing for the first three weeks. Oh, she had surgery. Yeah, she had some surgery done that uh, she is not supposed to be doing anything. And not allowed to lift anything over 10 pounds, which is about 5 kilos. Right. And so he, of course, wanted to make sure she's okay. So he's staying here for about three months and helping me, of course, as well. Shovel snow and... Do projects. Do projects. He loves it. So, yeah. But the we made it into a Japanese zone kind of here. Though my kids now, they have their own iPads and they have... When we made the English zone in Japan, I made sure that their entertainment was all English. I downloaded and I got a hold of everything and I made sure that it was all in English. Using things like, you know, my favorite was Yo Gabba Gabba. And there's a party in my tummy. So yummy. So, so yummy. yummy. There's a party in my tummy. So, so yummy. So yummy. So yummy. So yummy. Mm, yummy. Yeah. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to show my daughter Yo Gabba she Gabba. She will love it. It's yeah. got all kinds of people, you know strange characters yes strange characters and fun art and all kinds of famous actors and anyway the english zone the english zone yeah so part of the english zone that we made was that their entertainment the streaming device was all in english i guess that was uh really really good thing that you did that uh, because it prepared your children for the difficult move to another country yes my daughter started kindergarten uh within i guess a couple days of being here Mm -hmm. she went into the classroom and she's half japanese with her brown hair and you know she's very tall and she has, you know, olive skin, but... Uh, olive skin meaning... A little bit, that little tanned kind of color. She's not... A kind of a tanned color. She's, she's not, not really white. Not nearly as white as you or Ben. <laughs> yeah, you have kind of olive skin yes, yourself. I have... Yeah, you, when I was a child, it was much more dark. But You get a suntan very easily. Yes. Not not like me or Ben. No, I am five minutes in the sun and I glow. Must be nice to be you, Christian. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, how was the transition? I guess for your son, he was still just a toddler. Yeah. But how was it for your daughter? So for our daughter, it was 
not, it was she loved it when we moved because really? right away she could communicate with everybody easily even though she was shy so when we first went in on that first day of school they invited me to stay there if i wanted to for a little bit of the school so that she was comfortable you mean you were invited to observe her first day yeah like in case she got upset or something yeah in case she was nervous or upset kindergarten we often do this in canada in japan on her first day we put her on a bus and then we stood back and we waved at her as she cried and she'd realize, oh my gosh, mommy and daddy aren't coming with me on the bus. You put her on a bus to go to kindergarten? Yes, in Japan, yes. And, uh, and Really? And then she realized that we weren't going with and she screamed and cried and we still feel terrible. Oh, wow. Yes. But I think that's not normal. To put your kid on a bus, four years old kid on a bus? Yeah, yes. Must have been a fancy kindergarten. It was a fancy kindergarten, yes. Uh, you fancy. It was a okay. Catholic school. Okay, so you sent her to a Catholic school. Yes. In Japan. In Japan. But all the schools in our area for kindergarten all had their own little buses. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We were going to send her to an English-speaking kindergarten, but That's the cost very was expensive. very expensive, so we didn't do that. Anyway, you were happy with the kindergarten. She transitioned rather smoothly. Yeah, right away. Like, her teacher was a big goofball, and... A goofball. A goofball. Like a, a silly, a, silly guy or girl? A, he was a silly guy. See, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> a, a male kindergarten teacher. Yeah, he was very good, though. We were very happy with him. In um, Japan, there's almost none. Yeah. Well, in, in, we it's a different system here, right? Kindergarten is only one year in, in Canada. You go when you're five years old. Yeah, there's preschool before that, but that's optional. So she went to school, and right away in her school, there was kids that had blonde hair, kids that had red hair. There was, there was black kids. There was uh, native Canadians. There were... Uh, Asian kids, and then there was her, and a lot of different kinds of faces, and she was very happy to be there. So even though it's in the countryside, it was very multicultural? Very multicultural, yes. Wow. I'm surprised it's so multicultural in such a small town. So I guess your, your son... Really, there was no issue with him because he was too young. And your daughter transitioned quite smoothly because she didn't feel like she fit in in Japan. Yeah, sadly. And in Canada, there were people from all different backgrounds. and Yeah, we made a problem with the English zone that we should have had a little bit more Japanese. 
Oh, so you think the the English zone idea kind of made kindergarten more difficult for her in Japan. And what we should have done is had more play dates with Japanese people. We had English speaking friends with kids, but uh, we didn't um, we didn't go out so much with Japanese speaking people. Um, uh, and that's where we made a little bit of a mistake. But also, our daughter is very shy. So it's partly our fault and it's part of circumstantial. Right. Part of it is the situation, the circumstance. Yeah. It, and maybe there was a little bit of a uh, a mistake with the super strict English zone idea. Yes, but I would still emphasize that uh, entertainment at first should be in in English. It's interesting that you talk about the disadvantage because I think the reason why I often mention your case, and I don't say any personal information of course i just say i have one friend who is very successful in in uh, making an english zone talking about you because there's lots of people who try to do it and almost always it's too difficult for the native speaker of that country so like if the husband is Japanese and the wife is American, it's too difficult for the husband to always speak English to his kids. Mm. Or like in my case, my wife's Japanese. I'm not sure if she'll really be able to, you know, only speak English to our kid at home. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting that, you know, everyone wants to do this and very few people are successful. And you are, you were very successful doing it, but then even you're admitting it wasn't a perfect plan. Exactly. It wasn't a perfect plan. Well, we have our friend, um, our friend uh, Andy. They, they're a success or They were very strictly English in the house and both the children did not speak very much uh, Japanese, except for with family. Even they were speaking to mom, uh, she would mostly just speak English. Then they went to just regular schools for their kindergarten, and they quickly started to speak Japanese than my kids. But I know that their house, their English zone was strictly English. Anyway, Christian, uh, hey, thanks for sharing your experiences of being an international celebrity. Daddy. Oh, dad. Yes, dad. Celebrity. I yeah. like hey, to be the celebrity, but you know, happy to do it. I love. It's not over yet, Christian. Oh. You, there's still a chance you might become a celebrity. Ha. You're still very handsome. No, I try. Yes, I have yes. too many uhs and ums when I'm speaking, though. No, you don't. Well, I try my best. It's easy to work with you, Abe. It's so easy. Just big shoes to fill when I'm trying to do things for Ben. 
Yeah, so maybe we'll talk again and catch up a little bit more, hear a little bit more about your uh, daddy experiences raising uh, international children in two different countries. Yes, I would love to share more. The differences are quite uh, large. Having my kids in elementary school and then also having taught in Japanese schools i know it's very different the education system you mean yes the education system mm, yeah i imagine it must be different it's it's incredible also just the way that we parent uh, i think is quite different i'm i get to be very hands-on so i'd love to share yeah. more information with you abe and just melt your brain with my knowledge Oh, we'll talk again soon. I will hold that to you, Abe. Thanks so much for stepping into my world. Good to see you, Christian. You guys check out Christian and his son on Instagram, Monster Mackey and The Innkeeper. We got links to their Instagram accounts in the uh, in the description to this episode. So uh, check them out. Become a... Join the army of freaks and weirdos. <laughs> Join it, please. Don't forget to follow FBE Teacher Talk on Instagram. Uh, send Ben a message uh, and, and comment Froze. on his weird, funky posts. Oh, no! Follow us on Twitter, FBE Teacher Talk. And come to my website, 55freebird.com. You can book an online lesson with me uh, pretty much any day of the week. So Good. That sounds great. Very reasonable lesson fees, and you don't have to sign up for a monthly plan. You can just book one lesson at a time. So come and study with me online, 55freebird.com. Snow dogs coming to bite that ass. Shoe, did you sniff it, poo? I sniff your fingers and I'll sniff your butt. Snow dog gonna find out what is up. Okay, calm down, be a good dog. Chase box, sniff, lick, shit a big log. Snowboard hard, mark.